Welcome to Week 8 of Utica College's Pio Career Cast, where we focus on career topics with the goal of giving career tips and advice to students in less than 30 minutes. My name is Sue Rogoshke, and I am a career coach in the Jeremy Thurston Center for Career Readiness at Utica College. Our office is under the umbrella of the Division of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion and Student Transitions and is overseen by Dr. Anthony Baird. The time to start planning for tomorrow is today. Career now, not later. Our topic today is interview preparation. I'll be honest, most people don't do this very well. The key difference between a mediocre interview and an awesome interview lies in the preparation. Candidates who turn interviews into offers are the ones who methodically prepare. Their answers are concise, their company knowledge is on point, and they are able to build a relationship with the interviewer. Today we are going to take a deep dive into interview preparation and how to research the company or organization that you are interviewing with so you are on point and prepared. With that, I'd like to introduce our guest in the hot seat, Victoria Vargulik, Assistant Director of Career Development and a career coach in the Center of Career Readiness. Thank you, Victoria, for joining me today. To start, please tell us about yourself and what do you actually do at UC? Hi, everyone. So for those of you who didn't get a chance to listen to the first Pio CareerCast podcast episode, I'll reintroduce myself. My name is Victoria Vargulek, but you can call me Tori. As Sue said, I'm the Assistant Director of Career Development within the Jeremy Thurston Center for Career Readiness at Utica College. I am also the career coach for students who are undeclared or interested in the areas of health and wellness or human services. Those areas could include majors such as physical therapy, occupational therapy, nursing, health sciences, psych child life, social work, and more. As a career coach, I help students with anything career development related, ranging from career and major exploration, to resume and cover letter reviews, to interview prep, to job and internship search. I also help with the networking and job event fairs on campus, and you may even see me presenting within one of your classes. Lastly, I know that it's time to register for spring semester classes, so I wanted to mention that I teach a class on campus called UCC 206 Career Strategy. It's geared towards getting our students ready to graduate and transition into the world of career. If you're interested in taking this one credit class that'll help you prepare for the future, make sure to talk to your success coach or academic advisor. Okay, so Tori, what is interview prep and why is it important? So in my mind, interview prep is more than picking out your outfit the night before your interview. That's also important, don't get me wrong, but fully preparing for an interview consists of the research before your interview practicing what you'll say and how you'll show professionalism during your interview, and starting to think about what you'll do after the interview too. Preparation is so important because as Sue was talking about, employers can tell who prepares for an interview and who doesn't. If you really want the job, the internship, the scholarship, whatever you're interviewing for, you really, really need to put your best self forward. I, it's, 
interesting you mentioned um, how employers can tell. I came from corporate and I always could tell, but I would tell students, I'd rather have you sound a little more rehearsed mm -hmm. than be unprepared. Absolutely. Then I know at least you tried to get mm -hmm. what you needed to know. So as career coaches, you know, we stress the, the importance of researching your audience, researching the, the company, the organization that you're interviewing with. But I don't think people know how to do this or even where to start. So what are your tips here on how to research for that interview prep? Yeah, I definitely agree. A lot of our students seem to view interview prep as optional. And again, I really want to stress quite the opposite. Preparing for your interviews is crucial in landing these opportunities. And even if you don't have an interview coming up, it's never soon too soon to start practicing. As Sue mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, our office uses the motto, career now, not later. So in terms of starting research for an interview, I want you to know how to talk about yourself. And usually students don't think about how to talk about themselves. So before your interview, you should know how to talk about you. I want you to consider your values, your interests, your skills, your personality. And as a reminder, we do have a tool in our office called The Way To, which is actually an online assessment and it's useful in preparing to talk about yourself. You can find that at utica.awaytu.io or on our Career Readiness website. And in addition to talking about yourself in an interview, I really want you to be prepared to talk about why you're interviewing at the company and how you're qualified for this position. That means before the interview, you should be carefully reviewing a job description. And actually, I want to share a story today. So a few years ago, I was hiring a student and I was interviewing a bunch of students. When I got to the question, why do you want to work for the Center for Career Readiness and what interests you about the position? The student said, uh, what does your office do again? And uh, what's the position? I totally forgot. So I don't want that to happen to you. So again, make sure you're doing that preparation on the position before the actual interview. Did you hire that student? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now that you held up the mirror on yourself, <laughs> how do you learn more about the company or organization that you're going to be interviewing with? Mm -hmm. And how much do you actually need to know? Yeah, so for me, my personal favorite way to learn about a company or an organization is actually through informational interviews. That means talking to somebody in the company and asking questions such as, what does a day-to-day -day look like in your company? Or can you tell me a little bit more about your organization? And to find somebody within that company, I like to use LinkedIn and especially the Utica College Alumni Tool. If you're not sure how to do that, don't worry, a career coach can walk you through it, but that's absolutely my favorite way. I know some students don't always have the time to complete that before their interview because we like to procrastinate. So another way to learn more is through a company's website or their social media. These are always filled with great information on what the organization is up to. Um, and I also think that the tone of the company's content can be very telling. I've also used or seen students use recent news stories as a way to demonstrate company knowledge, and that can really wow an employer. 
When you were asking about how much should we know about an employer, I don't think that our students need to be a walking encyclopedia of a company. That's not necessary. But I do want students to know the mission and the value and the vision of a company, who the company serves, who you might be working with, what do they do at that organization. And if it's really important to you to look into something, maybe, um, again, the values or how the company is treating diversity, equity, inclusion, you should look into that too. Um, so if you're, if you're not sure and you can't find that information, that's a great question to write down to ask at the end of the interview when they say, any questions for us? No, that's such a good point too because I think you should always start at the mission statement mm-hmm. and value statement and see if there's an alignment. And if it and if you can't find it, to me that's a red flag. Mm-hmm. And if they're not talking about their diversity and inclusion practices, that's another red flag. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so much to know and there's but if you look take a step back, you can learn a lot what they don't say, yep. which can be you know, maybe the reason why you decide you don't want to interview there. But honestly, all that should be done before you even apply. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, a lot of times students are put in a situation where they put that cart before the horse. But if you do get that interview, I still encourage you to go. It is another way to practice uh, for that real life uh, job or whatever. Another point I want to make when I worked at another university, we had one of our, you know, key employers would come and it was JP Morgan. And if you didn't know Jamie Diamond was the CEO president of that company, you weren't going to get hired. And it was always surprising to me that students didn't know that. But everywhere you look, Jamie Dimon is associated with J.P. Morgan through news articles, the website, but I think they don't know how far back they should go. So with that, my next question, is the history of the company or organization important? Why or why not? And I totally agree with you. They don't need to be walking encyclopedias. (laughs) So where's that line? So I do think that the history of the company is important. Uh, For me, it could show you where the company is going in the future. And I want you to think ahead. What are what are your goals? What is what is your future? Does the company's path seem to align with that? For example, we work in higher education, right? We work at Utica College and college campuses are constantly changing to meet students where they're at. Nothing about our jobs stay the same because students and society and the world of employment are constantly changing. But if you know that you're somebody who likes things to stay relatively the same over time, you might want to consider that when you're looking into the history of the organization. No, that's true. And I I think a lot of times... And it comes up in the interview, like, what do you want to do next? And you should know what's the company planning on doing next and see if there's an alignment. And if there isn't, there's still a way that you can answer that question. But you should know what they're where they're going and why they want to go where they're going. That makes me think about, too, how we always tell students you're interviewing the employer as much as they're interviewing you. And it's okay if you end up turning down a job because maybe your mission and your 
future vision doesn't align with the company. No, that's a very good point. So what should you learn about the people who you will be interviewing with? And where would you find this information? So I think that you should know the interviewer's title and their role within the organization. And if you're unsure of that and they don't share that with you prior to the interview, I'd recommend checking out their LinkedIn profiles or the company's staff page for this information. What if they don't tell you who you're interviewing with? How do you prepare then? So that makes us aware that we should always be asking who is going to be interviewing us and what the interview will consist of. So this will include, again, who's interviewing you? Is it going to be a one-on-one interview? Is it a panel of interviewers? Is it a phone, a Zoom, or in-person interview? How long is it going to take? Do you have to prepare a presentation? During COVID, we had a few students actually show up to an in-person interview, and the interviews were actually over Zoom. And that's a story that an employer has shared with us, so we want to make sure you have that background information. However, we know that's not always possible. And in that case, you can continue to do company research and get a feel for who works there, even if you aren't exactly positive of who's going to be in the room interviewing you. No, and I think it's important to point out, it's okay to ask. So what should I expect? Usually you're setting up that interview with the, you know, recruitment coordinator Mm -hmm. or someone in HR that sets up the interviews, and they're more than willing to share that information. But a lot of times you have to ask. So we want to empower you to ask that question. And it's something that then you can do that extra, go that extra step and, and knowing And recently, I had a student come back and report on an in-person interview they had, and they were blown away. They had three interviews with three sets of three people. So within like an hour and a half, they met nine people. They handled it well, but some people would not. And the beauty of that was... A couple weeks later, another student had an interview with this same organization, and I was able to tell her, did you know? And she's like, no. (laughs) So she ended up knowing the the student that had the previous experience, so they were able to connect. But it's okay to ask, you know, what should I expect in that my day or my time with you? And also think of it from the employer standpoint. They wanted as many people as possible to get an opinion on the person. And in higher education, you're going to hire or be interviewed by a committee. Mm-hmm. So you might not know everyone on the committee, their names, but try to get some of them. It will help you. Definitely. Okay. So any tips on how to remember all of the information you just found and how do you tuck it into your brain for that interview? <laughs> so that's a great question. I am not somebody who can look at information and remember everything. I definitely don't have a photographic memory. So I think it really depends on what type of learner you are. So for me, practice is everything. I'll read something out loud. I'll practice talking about the organization, what my answer would be, because that's how I learn best. But I've also helped students who making flashcards, if that's what's helpful for them, and that's how you're going to learn, that's okay too. So I really want you to think about your learning style, even in the classroom. What benefits you? What type of learner? Are you visual? Are you 
audio learner? All right, what, what works for you? And that's how I would say that's how you can remember some of this information. No, and that's a great point because I didn't think of the audio learning part. I just think of all the companies that have their own uh, podcasts, their yeah. own YouTube channels, all that. You know, if that's how you remember things, definitely sit through a couple of those mm-hmm. episodes and, uh, you know, try to retain some of that information. I, for me, I need to take notes and then I have to reread those notes. And especially if you're interviewing with several different organizations, my brain would get it all muddied. I definitely would have to have separate pages Mm -hmm. for each employer. Um, And that's okay. Okay, so now that your research is complete, what are the next steps? I'd say now it's time to practice. Whether it's with a friend or a family member or a faculty member or a career coach, um, even sometimes students will practice in the mirror so they can see their nonverbals and, and how they look when they're interviewing. But moral of the story, we want you to practice. So I highly recommend going to, again, your career coach, setting up an appointment because we don't want you to go to the interview and answer interview questions for the first time. That's going to be really evident to the employer. And a lot of classes actually require a mock interview with a career coach. And whenever I present to those students, I say, I'd rather you totally bomb an interview with me so that you rock it with an employer when the actual time comes for your interview. And I promise that practicing your interview skills will make you a more confident and a less anxious interviewer. So I'd say the next step is to set up a mock interview. I agree with the practice, practice, practice. It's something that with your self-confidence and all of that. But as you learn how to express yourself, it's something that you can add on. I find a lot of students don't tell me enough information. So in my mock interviews, I'm usually like, tell me more, tell me more. So it's, you know, learning like what's too much and what's not enough and then moving forward. So what about students that have interviewing experience already would they benefit from a mock interview or how would you suggest they prepare? Absolutely, and that's something that comes up a lot in our office because we work with students in graduate school or students who are non-traditional and they've had a lot of work experience, but you can always get better at interviewing. Sue and I were just chatting about, we're both career coaches, we literally teach interviewing skills for a job but we're not perfect interviewers and that's okay. And we want our students to know that too. Um, so even if you do have interview experience or perhaps you teach interviewing, we definitely still recommend setting up that mock interview appointment because maybe you don't know that you tap your foot or click your pen or roll your eyes when somebody talks. We can point that out to you and you can become an even stronger interviewer. And that's the key, too, with, you know, continuous Mm self-improvement. I mean, for me personally, I I really don't like to interview. It's something, uh, it's hard for me to, you know, brag about myself and kind of summarize things with, you know, many years of experience. But I definitely prepare for interviews, and I do practice out loud because that's the way I need to learn and remember things Mm -hmm. as well. So I know you mentioned the career coaches and faculty and other people uh, to get more help preparing for an interview. So if you can just mention that again, because I really want to drive that point home that there are people here that will help you. 
Yeah, but you have to ask for help, right? We can't help you if we don't know that you need that. So I'm going to walk you through how to set up an appointment on Handshake. What you'll do is you'll either go to our website, you can literally just Google Career Center at Utica College, or you can type in utica.joinhandshake.com. You'll log in with your UC email and password. You don't have to create a new account. Next, you're going to click on Career Center and then Appointments, and you'll make an interview prep appointment with a career coach at a time that works for you. Also, I'd like to bring up how I prepare for interviews because when I was doing this job, I didn't do a mock interview and I actually used YouTube and sometimes students are kind of shocked about that, like you YouTubed interview advice, <laughs> but I think it's really helpful. So you can always look up interviewing 101 or how to answer the tell me about yourself question. But if you don't have time or you're really nervous to see your career coach and whatever it might be, that's always at your fingertips. You can always look up a YouTube video. So I want you to know that that's a resource video or for you as well. And that, that's a good point too because this industry is constantly changing. And as companies, you know, get more competitive and the labor force gets more restrictive, you know, it's something we all have to keep up to date on. I mean, it's something I go to YouTube videos to mm -hmm. make sure I'm current. And especially when there's videos out there of, you know, students sharing their experience. And I think it's something that's invaluable uh, to, you know, students that are currently in the situation of getting their first job. Mm -hmm. So is there anything you'd like to share about interview prep that I haven't asked you about? So I could probably talk for the full 30 minutes about what to wear to an interview, but I just want to make a quick point that I want you to think about that. Please don't wait until 10 minutes before your interview and pick out your outfit then because you're probably going to look like a little bit of a mess, right? So always err on the side of professionalism. Instead of being relaxed or casual or wearing what you would wear to class, I want you to remember that an interview is the first impression of you, so we want it to be a strong, professional one. So we recommend wearing conservative, professional business attire, and that might include a suit jacket. Typically, solid neutral colors are a good choice. We don't want to wear something like a neon yellow jacket to an interview. And again, if you have questions on what to wear or what not to wear, your career coach can definitely help with that. And one other thing that I want to talk about in regards to interview prep and not waiting till last minute is thinking about the questions that you're going to ask at the end of the interview. One of the biggest questions that I get from my students is, can I write them down? Can I bring those to an interview or do I have to remember those? Remember a few minutes ago I was just saying, I don't have a photographic memory. When I stress, I forget things. So it's absolutely okay to write down your questions that you're going to ask at the end of the interview so that you don't forget them. And we want you to ask a few strong questions um, because that's gonna show the employers that you care and that you're interested in what they do and they really, really appreciate that. So whether it's asking about professional development or the future of the company or diversity, equity, inclusion or their favorite part of their job, make sure you prepare those, those questions for the end of the interview. And I thought of one more thing. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, please. So my last piece of advice for you is that nerves are okay. And I remember my very first internship interview. I was really nervous. I, I had pink eye and I had a migraine and I was a hot mess. And I remember my sister saying, nerves show you care. So I tell every student that I do a mock interview with now that it's okay to be nervous. I'd probably be more concerned if you weren't nervous because again, it, it shows that you care. So even if you're practicing and you're doing mock interviews and, and you're ready to go, you still might be nervous. And, and I just want you to remember that that is okay. Oh, I love that because it's so key. And it's something that I think students need to know that the employer on the other side they get it. Mm -hmm. You know, they're not these terrible, mean people. <laughs> I mean, they understand. And it's more, it's part of their job to make you calmer and more comfortable. Um, and, you know, inside, you got to, like, shake it out. <laughs> um, okay. And that's kind of telling, too, like, how they react to, to you in that situation during an interview. Oh, for sure. I recently had one where I, it was Zoom, um, and this was before I was hired here, and my dog came in and the interviewer was totally annoyed. And I'm like, come on, she's like the cutest dog. You know, I get it. I should have secured the dog and I did, but she got out because she's a devil. Um, <laughs> definitely note to self, put the dog outside in a pen, not inside. But it totally gave me the wrong vibe. Yeah. Um, just that one little clue. Anyways, as we're approaching our time limit, I want to quickly share an upcoming workshop. On November 16th, we have a career chat on interviewing skills. Perfect How time. Perfect. <laughs> Located in ECJS 209 at 4 p.m. and then via Zoom at 5 p.m. You can register in Handshake and find out more information about this event and others in Handshake. I now want to thank Victoria for taking the time today to answer my questions. I think my top takeaway for me is there's quite a few and they're really at the end when you talked about your outfit and it's something like don't underestimate that that importance of having the right outfit and picking it early you know don't mm -hmm. oh I'm gonna wear this well make sure it's clean and it's available and it's you know where you thought it was um, so you're not scrambling the morning of it's probably back to when you were in you know, in elementary school and, you know, one of your parents put your clothes out for you the yeah. night before. I mean, it, it, that's okay. So what about you, Tori? Any um, top takeaways for you today? So I think I already drilled it in that practice is the way to go. So with that, I want to say that you're not going to be a perfect interviewer. So my takeaway was honestly from Sue's story that she just shared. She, again, teaches. She This is her job. And she had her dogs in the background of her interview and the way they responded to that was very telling. So I want you to remember that. My top takeaway is just because we want you to practice doesn't mean we think that you have to be a perfect interviewer. Yes, absolutely. Okay, everyone, thank you for listening. We hope you tune in next week when we discuss how to network, and Kaylee Murray will be my guest. Kaylee is the director of the Center for Career Readiness here at UC. I look forward to chatting with Kaylee and getting her thoughts on networking. Have a great weekend.